Well, welcome to the Cookers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Current events, local world news, and what's trending Saturday morning at 11.30. Thank you for joining me. gentlemen thank you for joining me this morning here saturday this is february the 27th this is the 182nd show of the truckers podcast thank you for everyone who listens to my show it is really appreciated now for the last couple weeks here in the city of London, Ontario, where I reside, um, we have been in the color codes of reopening of Ontario. And we were been in the red restrict for a couple of weeks. Now, starting Monday, the London Middlesex is moving into the orange restrict. Now, to find out what these color codes mean and and what they are, you can go on the Ontario website of the Ontario Reopening Act, um, and you can type in the color codes and it'll give you all that information on what we are doing here in the province of Ontario of getting businesses back open again. So the London and Middlesex region will see uh, the restrictions loosened for indoor and outdoor gatherings and businesses next week when it makes the move from the red control to the orange restrict in the province's color-coded COVID-19 restrictions framework. The province, which determines the color tier each public health unit falls under, was announced on Friday that it will take effect on Monday, March the 1st. The region entered red control when it returned to the framework on February the 16th from the province-wide shutdown and stay-at-home orders. Elsewhere in the London area, Southwestern Public Health, which includes the Elgin, Oxford counties, will also move to orange restrict, while here on Perth will move to the yellow protect. The Lambton County will remain in red control as of next week. Lambton entered orange restrict on February 16, but was placed in red control on February 22nd as, research, as a result of worsening public health trends in the region. 
the previous week according to the province. So I'm hoping that we, you know, um, even going into the second part of this reopening here here in the city, in the in the other areas I just mentioned, um, in the southwestern public health units as well, that you know when we get into the second week of March that we see numbers still relatively low that we don't have to be moved back into um, the red restrict. And then moving forward to the end of March, hoping that, you know, we're going into um, potentially yellow. And I like how the province, you know, in the health and the health departments are working backwards and these color codes. We're not trying to do this too quickly, but people still have to keep in mind that, you know, the rules out there still apply. Under the orange restrict, capacity limits relating to indoor and outdoor gatherings, restaurants and bars, retail, sports, and recreation facilities in other sectors are increased and cinemas and performing arts facilities are allowed to reopen to spectators. But I haven't seen any movies coming out yet. And probably won't be for some time or unless they're gonna play some old movies. I don't know what they're gonna do with movie theaters, but they will be allowed to reopen. So in a SNAP media briefing on Friday, a doctor from the health medical officer here in the city of London said the shift to orange restrict reflects the declining case rates in London and Middlesex. He says, we're another day without deaths. So we're up to two full weeks with no new deaths in this community, which is a tremendous accomplishment. London here, London, Ontario here, of the residents. I thank you for doing such a great job in following the rules. I know we've had our setbacks and hopefully we can keep moving forward and doing it safely so that we're not doing this too fast, you know, because of the, the other variants out there. Um, could lead to a third wave, which they're talking about. This is something we absolutely should be celebrating as a community. And the celebrations should not be in large numbers indoors. Let's make sure we keep it as safe as possible. During that briefing, the doctor was asked why the region hadn't been placed even further down the restriction framework to yellow protect given the lower case counts. Since February the 13th, at least six days have seen fewer than 10 cases. Tallies that have not been regularly recorded since late October and early November, the health unit figure shows. And at least two dates, February the 15th and the 21st, recorded just five cases. 
he goes on to say that there's definitely a science to this. We can look at the data and say, well, our cases are yellow. There's also an art at which to do with understanding human behavior, the doctor said. We have definitely seen that when people get the signal that everything is fine, that behaviors tend to go back to the level of indoor interactions that really can accelerate the cases. He's added that he has had conversations with the province's chief medical officer of health, Dr. David Williams, Tuesday night, where they discuss the pros and the cons. He noted, however, that the doctor made recommendations to the provincial's cabinets who ultimately makes the final decision. There certainly is a case to be made to move us to orange, and there's a case to be made to move us to yellow, and we both saw both of those cases being viable. Certainly having us at the orange level, if we, if we do see variants of concern growing here, means that we are in a better position to try to minimize the impact of the variance of the current of the of the concerns of a third wave. In this region here, already they've confirmed at least eight variant cases since mid-January, including four involving the B117 variant that was first detected in the United Kingdom and four variant cases remain under investigation. Projections released Thursday by the province, province's science advisory group show more infection variants of COVID-19 will likely make up 40% of the cases by the second week of March, which we don't want to see this. Not 40%, not 30%. We don't want to see this, but that's the probable scenario that they're looking at right now in this region. Now, with the addition to being moved in to the orange protect, in addition to the changes for gatherings and businesses, the city notes the change to orange, it's actually called orange restrict which also allowed to resume some sport programming and some in-person services. City officials say it will begin offering increased capacity for certain recreation programs. and says a limited amount of new recreation programs will be offered starting next week. So more information can be made with the public soon. In the addition, the city's uh, Cat Adoption Center and Municipal Shelters will open for in-person attendance while the city's clerk office says it will only issue marriage licenses to people who are from the London Middlesex and not from areas in red control or gray lockdown. Now for social gatherings, being in this orange restrict, under orange, Certain organized public events and social gatherings held in private residences, backyards, or parks, such as functions, as parties, 
dinners, barbecues, and wedding receptions are limited to 10 people indoors and 25 people outdoors, where physical distancing can be maintained. Now, from the red, there's only five people in the, in the entire house. Now, this is not a combination of 10 people indoors and 25 people outdoors. It's one or the other. For organized public events and gatherings and staff businesses and facilities, the indoor limit is 50, while the outdoor limit is 100, where physical distancing can be maintained. Now, under the red control, all organized public events and social gatherings were limited to five people indoors and 25 people outdoors. Despite the looser limits, the health unit stresses that people should stay home as much as possible and avoid social gatherings. We should be doing the same things that we've always been doing. As though, think about being in the red restrict. This isn't a time for celebration. This isn't a time to really have these big gatherings in our backyards. Restaurants and bars, retail and personal care services. Now for the local restaurants and bars, the move to orange means indoor capacity limits will be raised from 10 people to 50 people where physical distancing can be maintained. Most other restrictions will remain, including hours of operation and table seating limits and a ban on a buffet-style service. Under the orange, however, dancing, singing, performing, music, and karaoke are permitted, but with restrictions. The health unit says dancing, singing, except karaoke and performing music is only permitted by a person or group under contract with the premises. Karaoke, in the meantime, is allowed with proper physical distancing, plexiglass, or other imperable barrier in increased cleaning and disinfection, the health unit says. Private rooms are not allowed. Nightclubs and strip clubs are still only allowed to operate as a restaurant or a bar. Sorry, fellas, you can't go see the ladies. For retail, rent control capacity limits are removed, but stores must continue to have passive screening for patrons according to the restrictions. Restrictions for personal care services remain largely unchanged from red control, but locker rooms, change rooms, and showers are no longer required to be closed. Unless you just go home and shower anyways. For sports and recreation facilities, patrons must still maintain two meters of physical distance, but the rule is excluded for those engaged in the sport according to the provincial guidelines, meaning you're skating on the ice, you're playing hockey. But when you're on the bench, you still have to be spread out. 
In addition, overall capacity limits have increased with a maximum of 50 people total now allowed in indoor areas with weights and exercise machines and, and all indoor classes. The province here in Ontario notes, however, that each indoor class is limited to a maximum of 10 people and must take place in a separate room. The health unit also notes that capacity limits in community centers and multiple facilities apply to each room that is physically separated from other rooms. Visits are still limited to 90 minutes, except when engaged in a sport, the health unit says, and masks and face coverings may be removed when exercising. So we still, you know, bear in mind, you know, if you're going to the gym, you're going to do these things. You're using exercise equipment. And of course, the staff has to make sure that everything is sanitized. Now, the health, the, uh, health unit. Um, also says for recreational fitness and exercise classes, capacity limits are 10 people indoors and 25 people outdoors. And physical distancing of three meters between patrons must be in, ensured for areas where there are exercise or fitness classes. The instructors of any class, organized program or organized activity must wear a mask or face covering. Now, the team individual sports must be modified to avoid physical contact. And the limit is 50 people per league with no play against teams in other leagues. So let's just pick up hockey with the guys or the girls. No checking, no body contact of any sort. Participant limits to teams or individual sports are capped at 12 per, uh, per, uh, participants per group. The health unit says the maximum number of people permitted on a field of play is 25 people, including staff, referees, and or other instructors. For team sports where substitutions are required, a limit of 12 players are allowed on the roster. Now, you know, I'm talking about this because, you know, uh, for people around the world, you know, you can hear what is going on in, in uh, parts of Canada and the different provinces on what we're doing here. I'm hoping that this is going to, you know, work this time. We're not going to see um, huge increases of infection rates where we just have to just go back to, you know, to the red restrict or even possibly another lockdown. We still have to take responsibility for our actions and what we do every single day. Now for individuals who are not actively participating in the program or activity, a physical distance of two meters must be maintained between each participant the health unit says. 
spectators, spectators are still prohibited. And those not actively for, uh, participating in the rigorous physical activity should wear a face covering or a mask. Like we're not going to see, you know, um, spectate, uh, spectators um, on indoor sporting events. And probably not for a while. Meetings and event spaces, casinos, bingo halls, and gaming establishments. Now, the company that I drive for, you know, we haven't, you know, we haven't had any meetings, you know, since, you know, last March was within our, our uh, uh, an annual meeting for us, um, which obviously couldn't take place. And then October would have been another one which couldn't take place because of the lockdown. Now, whether the company decides at some point in time, you know, coming into spring. Um, so with the meeting in the event spaces, we'll be allowed to have a maximum of 50 people indoors or 100 people outdoors where physical distancing can be maintained. So, we could have a company meeting. And we do have more than 50 employees, so they could hold two separate meetings, which is 25 people on the first meeting and 25 people on the second meeting. They also, the provinces uh, notes, however, the established limits relating to weddings, funerals, religious services, writs, or ceremonies also apply if held in a meeting or event space. 30% capacity of the room indoors and 100 people outdoors. Booking multiple rooms for the same event is not allowed. Most other restrictions will remain in effect, including for hours and operations and alcohol consumption. Casinos, bingo halls, and gaming establishments are also allowed a maximum of 50 people per facility permitted where physical distance can be maintained. Table games are still prohibited. Now, other restrictions remain in place. Cinemas and performing art facilities. Under the orange restrict, local cinemas and performing arts facilities will be allowed to reopen to spectators for the first time since the regions first entered red control in mid-December. Cinemas will be limited to 50 people indoors and 100 people outdoors per venue, meaning the drive-ins, where physical distance can be maintained and face coverings are required except for when eating or drinking. The same capacity limits are in place for performing art facilities, which also are required to separate singers and players of wind or brass instruments for spectators by plexiglass or another 
um, an incurable barrier. Performers and employees must maintain two meters of physical distancing except for purposes or purposes of performance, the province says. In both cases, liquor can only be sold or served between 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. and consumed up until 10 p.m. Also allowed to resume under Orange are real estate open houses, provided that agencies ensure the total number of people permitted does not exceed 50, where physical distancing can be maintained. So this is really good news for the region here in Ontario in the city of London and Middlesex counties that were able to, you know, get this far. But we can't blow this. We've come too far to get this far in the small business. Uh, restaurants and so on so far that's still the tremendous stress that they must be under in, in opening up and allowing more people in their businesses and hopefully that you know this isn't just a two-week thing or a 30-day thing that we're able to continue and as vaccine as, as the vaccines keep rolling out and that we don't have you know any setbacks from Pfizer or Moderna that we could keep moving forward and get people vaccinated Now, as the provinces across the country here in Canada are, are getting their facilities all set up and who is next in line, you know, um, starting um, March, I believe it's people who are 80 or 80 um, would be able to um, start signing up to get their vaccine shot and get their first dose and uh, move on from there. Um, hopefully um, we can get back to, to normal as fast as we possibly can. So hopefully that'll take place soon enough for the general public I'm starting to get vaccinated. Our Prime Minister of Canada saying by September, he's thinking that everybody who wants the vaccination will be able to get vaccinated. So hopefully, uh, moving into the this framework that the provinces have set up that uh, everything is gonna go well for everybody.
So thank you for joining me this morning, ladies and gentlemen. And uh, I will be back out um, tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And I came across this article um, about corporate personhood. And there's another little story um, to go with that as well. I hope you can join me for that. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Truckers Podcast. I'm your host, Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Enjoy your Saturday. Enjoy your weekend. Join me tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. And thank you.